0: Oh, that's right, that's right, I remember now. Episode 594! Bloop bloop! In the last episode, we had some 4th of July fireworks that were underwater and under ice, so they really didn't work. (laughs) These fireworks did not work, but that's alright. Wolfie's pushing us along here as we continue walking to the Far Lands in... Minecraft Beta 1.7.3, like I said, episode... Five hundred ninety-four, and we're releasing this episode on Friday, July eighth, twenty sixteen. Trying to get back into the full floppy swing of things. I don't know why I did that with my with my thundteenth, but uh, yeah, trying to get back into it. We've been just doing Sunday episodes. Let's let's try for two episodes a week. And then three, but not four, three. Three is the magic number. But yeah, we are continuing on. I hope everybody had a good, uh, well, who doth who doth celebrate 4th of July? Uh, the Independence Day here, uh, the Independence Day, not any old Independence Day, the Independence Day here in the United States. Uh, I hope everybody had a good time. Uh, we had a good time raising money for child's play charity over at farlinesorbus.com. Up to $35,000! We surpassed $35,000 at $35,013 right now, 58% of the way to our $60,000 goal. How am I doing on wool? I feel like I could use some wool. I could use some wooden planks as well. I know you guys will be cold here in the ice, snowy regions, but uh, I, I require your wool for beds. Uh, Where was I? I was talking about uh, farlanderbust.com You can donate to Child's Play charity. We've been supporting Child's Play charity They get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. We've been supporting them since June 2011 June 2011, so the continued support for that is much appreciated And I have indeed, I have copied over all of the new questions given by donors when you do donate, do donate, do donate When you do donate (laughs) mm, Do donates. When you do donate you can ask a question in the comment field and I will answer it during an episode of Far Lines or Bust So I got a bunch of them uh, that have been waiting since early May, since the beginning of the 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 quasi hiatus of Flawbitude So I've I've copied those all down. We also got a bunch of donations The, The fine folks who are Farlanders, held the first unofficial Farlanders fan UHC. Uh, these are these are people who either are patrons of mine, who have met via the patron server, and that's, if I can have a sidebar, uh, that's kind of an unexpected thing that came out of it. Expected, but unexpected, is that prior to setting up the patron Minecraft server, Uh, It wasn't much of a community more so than it was just a a group of patrons who were much appreciated, obviously. Uh, But, you know, since there was no real... um, What's the word I'm looking for? There was no real platform for them to engage. Patreon tries, but isn't a very good platform. I mean, you can post things. It's almost like a like a feed, like a Facebook feed, but it's not very good at that. Uh, Starting the Patreon server... Uh, for for the Farlanders, has allowed patrons, Farlanders, to conglomerate and uh, make a, a community to the point where now they're they're holding their own UHCs and stuff. They did they did indeed invite me, and I really 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 wish I could have participated but uh, it happened during the time when I was unable to do such things of these. Uh, So that really stinks, but I will be keeping an eye on... You know, this is all set up by them. I have nothing to do with this. This is all hands off. Uh, Hopefully I'll be keeping an eye on on, on the chat and... keeping note of, of whenever any sort of future events will be happening and... we'll try our damnedest! To participate, but yeah, there was a, a UHC that they held and as part of it they donated a bunch, donated to Child's Play charity based on their performance in the UHC. Uh, it seems like a very interesting little rule, little uh, guide to follow and certainly appropriate, so I do appreciate everybody who participated in that UHC, the organizers spent however long it took to organize and set up their own server and stuff for, um, and also everybody who then, from that, donated to Child's Play Charity through FarlinesBus.com, much appreciated, much appreciated indeed. So, what else has happened? Oh yeah, on July fourth, I mentioned it in the last episode, but Juno, the little spacecraft that could, that is us, that is, it is us. <laughs> I am, I am Juno. No, uh, the one that I saw launch five years ago. Made it to Jupiter and it successfully performed its 35 minute Jupiter orbital entry burn Something like with you know, whatever how many billion not billion million millions and millions of miles Maybe it's a billion. I don't know a lot of miles tons of miles and five years traveled I think they got like within a matter of seconds uh, within a matter of like 10 miles of, of the the area of the orbit that they, they were gonna be in and if we learned anything from Kerbal Space Program getting accurate with your orbit down to the meters and things is a real difficult thing But science they were able to do such thing. Well, that's more math than science even but science and math um, that That's very encouraging and, and very awesome uh, They did have I was correct and incorrect about them not having any pictures, they did have a JunoCam kind of approach movie where JunoCam was taking kind of distant and low-resolution images of the Jupiter system on approach and it was really cool. It kind of looked like it looks like through a telescope if you ever looked at Jupiter through a good telescope uh, where you could see the four Galilean moons uh, orbiting, moving and their movements uh, around the planet. But uh, those were the only images we've seen so far because during the approach and entry burn they powered down all of the non You know maneuvering non non Entry burn systems. That means all the science all the cameras uh, The camera I guess were all shut down during that time So yeah, we were really just looking at data they were looking at the velocity data and, and the, the you know Is the engine on or off and how long has it burned for is really all that they were receiving so uh, we're still going to be waiting, I think, a couple weeks even before we, we start to even see any uh, images or even any data just because of the way the, the, the program works. The program, like, say that's Jupiter. Say the sun is Jupiter. Um, Juno is coming in from far away. It did its burn, so it brought its periapsis down. Uh, and basically it's gonna get really close and then swing back out Really close and then swing back out. It's when it's really close is when all the science equipment turns on and uh, does does its duty, does its duties, duties? <laughs> hmm And uh, So yeah, it's it's a long process. So we got to wait for that first initial approach I mean, I think the science instruments do science when they're way far out. Far out, man! as well, but the real interesting parts is when it gets really close and that's why it has to have all of these... There's like a big... I forgot what they called it. Vault? They called it the Vault. It's like got like half-inch thick steel to protect all the valuable science instruments from Jupiter's very, very, very harsh uh, radiation that it outputs. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to that. Juno successfully. Entered orbit and that's pretty crazy that I personally I didn't see the spacecraft itself I saw the rocket and we can we know that the, the Juno spacecraft was inside the the nose cone of that rocket that I was standing some 300 yards away from or whatever uh, We took a visit to the launch pad the day before launch Is is now at Jupiter. It's a Jupiter for crying out loud. It's crazy. It's crazy So yeah, that was cool. That was cool stuff Um, What else happened? Oh, uh, you know YouTube <laughs> YouTube is is, is go, going 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 to Jupiter itself practically. Um, yeah, there's a whole remember if you remember, there were, oh, I forgot what episode it was ago, a couple months ago, well, more than a couple months ago, uh, half a year ago or so. Somebody asked me about I think probably about like esports and stuff, and I'm I'm I just never got into and I was very confused by the hype and and the hubbub around Counter-Strike. Global Offensive, I think it's called, CSGO, as the young whippersnappers are calling it, and I was really confused about Like I don't understand these these case opening things with 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 guns and skins and things I didn't understand that at all. like, how could that be a thing where you you pay real money to get these randomized guns and knives, everybody's obsessed with the knives Uh, if it's like a Competitive game shouldn't everything be equal, but apparently they're just skins. It's just artwork that you're you're uh, spinning spinning wheels for however it works some sort of Skin roulette, which sounds like a really disturbing Rob Zombie movie <laughs> um, But uh, yeah New- news about that stuff which I'm going to share in a moment a little bit I don't I haven't been following too in-depth But it just I figured I should follow up with it since I did mention it, and I, I, I was, I'm still confused, but I figured it's something. It's something to talk about. We've got a long way to go to the farlands, so we might as well, might as well grasp all the topics that we can as we go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness, awakeness, indeed. Uh, yeah. While I'm up here, let's. Uh, Let's chop down a couple trees here. Ooh, hello. Oh, hello. What was that? Oh, it's a pig. All right. Worried about these creepers. High altitude creepers. Oh, I hear a high altitude zombie. So yeah. Anyway, that's a thing that exists. I don't like the game. I don't follow the esports. Um, I mean, apparently there is this whole casual side of the game. Casual. I don't know how. I don't think I've seen many people play that game casually, but. Uh, You know, non-professional side of the game and there are all these skins and case openings. It's like It's like baseball cards you buy a baseball card pack You never know what's gonna be inside or whatever usually. Are baseball cards still a thing that they're making? Uh, Let's get out a bucket and use that because I don't know where we're at or where we're going. Careful Wolfie, careful Wolfie, careful Wolfie Uh, There's some water over there, so I'll just grab that when I'm done uh there we go, a success. A resounding success, and we've created an artificial waterfall. Ooh, two of them, we've created two of them! Two for the price, one! Yoink. Oh. Oh, well, we ruined that. <laughs> we created beauty and we destroyed beauty. Um, so yeah, apparently some of these, you can get these random skins, just like you can get somebody's first-year rookie baseball card uh, randomly in a, in a pack of baseball cards. Uh, You can get these valuable skins and then apparently people bet with them? There are these third-party betting sites. CSGO, by the way, is a a Valve product. Uh, Steam, obviously, is owned by Valve. Valve is, you know, whatever. Um, So yeah, apparently there are these third-party betting sites. See, this I don't understand. I haven't looked into this because I really don't care that much. But the part I care about is, is more the 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 moral and the legal side of it. But like for the way I'm hearing it explained is that you use these weapons skins, not even weapons, just skins, oh. and I'm talking about like paint jobs uh, on these skins as as like bargaining, not bargaining chips, but like gambling chips. So like what, what is what what is being gambled upon? Are people like playing poker and betting their their skins? is are the skins themselves the game? Are you like betting that you have a better one than everybody else? That sounds like something else. But <laughs> um and then like whoever wins or bluffs the best, like wins everybody else's stuff that they bet. I don't know how that works. Um but anyway, uh, it would it would seem to be that a few very very popular and very very successful uh YouTubers in these communities, Let's Players and whatnot uh, have, have gotten to some hot water due to their lack of, of moral and legal understandings in that they were creating videos about these skins uh, that are hundreds if not thousands of dollars worth of imaginary paintings on weapons. Uh, they they were apparently making videos directing people to use a certain website for their betting purposes with these skins, but not disclosing the fact and even perhaps hiding the fact by saying, oh, this is a crazy website I just found and had no purpose or no realization about before, so let me show you it. It uh, turns out that they own the site, <laughs> they own and directly profit from the site, uh which indeed is both not you know, oh. sure, they could be YouTubers, popular YouTubers, and they could own this site. That would be perfectly legal. If, from the get-go, they were forthwith and forthcoming and upright and, and onwards and twirling, twirling towards freedom, oh. were always open and transparent about that fact, the fact that they hit it much like if somebody were to sponsor a video and you don't say that they sponsored it or that you got paid money to promote product A, B, C, or D, uh, owning the product, owning the company that makes the product, uh, is even worse, <laughs> to be honest, because that's like insider trading, uh, except everybody you're selling to doesn't know that they're trading. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's opened up yet another one of these uh, can of worms where everybody looks at... Obviously, big uh, budget, you know, movies and television, uh, music and other types of media are regulated and that has since been, obviously, it needs to also be expanded to the realm of online media and it is, it does encompass online media, uh, but the fact that a lot of online media are these 22, 23-year-olds millionaires suddenly as as these two large youtubers supposedly are uh, the their understanding of it gets a little bit fuzzy and uh, it needs to be reinforced so yeah these two big I don't I've never really I mean I've heard of this syndic there's like three different syndicates aren't there like youtubers who go by whatever dot syndicate or underscore syndicate this guy is the big one um getting into hot water about this. And it's just—it's confusing to me, and it—I uh, know it shouldn't reflect on the entire CS:GO community, but it certainly makes me even less and less interested to ever, ever have any shred of interest uh, in in that game or 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 videos of that game or streams of that game uh, at all. I mean, I was already really not interested just because of the way it's it it glorifies and glamorizes and accessorizes guns and warfare and shooting other human beings in the face uh not a fan of those types of games to begin with uh but then it like i said it like accessorizes and trivializes and now monetizes guns as like like they're like their sneakers or 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 you know cars with paint jobs but these are guns it, that you know that whole side of it gives me the willies to begin with in in what being the current state of affairs uh, specifically in the United States in relation to guns so even more so and it just seems now it's coming out that valve who owns csgo or whatever are clearly they understand and they allow these bettings, I don't know how that even, how does that even work? Somebody explain that to me. How do you how do you have one of these skins? Say I have a very rare skin, uh, digital pixels on the screen, that is for whatever reason $500. How do I bet that? What do I do to bet that? <laughs> like, what is the action upon which I am betting where I could lose and or gain more of that? I don't understand, I don't get it. It makes no sense. I'm not much, I, I'm not a gambler at all. I've, I've, foot in the casino like once in my life, and I'm like, hmm, this is weird and gross. I would like to never return here. So that part of it also is just weird and perhaps that's why I don't understand it either. But uh yeah, it's just really, it's just, uh yeah, and, and now there's, people are looking, obviously, obviously these, these, these two YouTubers and, and others have been shed light upon and, and stuff like that are, are in the wrong, but now we're looking at Valve as to being in the wrong, or at least willingly turning their their gaze when they know what's happening in the background. Like apparently they blocked this CSGO Lotto site and then they unblocked it. After or during all of this. So they're they're clearly they they understand what goes on. They understand how their product is being used. Uh, they perhaps designed it to be as such, and they themselves indeed probably, and they do, well, yeah, they have to buy these cases to unlock to get your weirdly colored gun. Uh, they, they themselves profit from it. So, you know, you know, now the gaze is turning towards Valve. It's being like, what what, what are you guys, you know, why, why are you allowing this to happen sort of thing? So it's just a big, it's a big, uh, it's a big problem, and it's good that it's... Now being looked into. Hopefully, hopefully it's not one of these things where it's a bunch of outrage, 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 and then everybody forgets about it. Um, obviously, there are big legal, financial, penalty, and even uh, jail time considered for for the the the, uh, the deceivers uh, on the headline of the the whole problem. Those who committed this. What is fraud I do believe I think that's what it's being referred to as or that's what it would be legally called so yeah, it's weird oh. weird crazy times here and I am I'm I'm glad <laughs> I'm I'm very glad that uh, I'm not involved in any of that sort of not even the community even to be involved in the community now when somebody says I play CS:GO you're like uh, or oh. maybe not you maybe me maybe I'm just a very a judgmental jerk but uh, I'm kind of like, really, that game with with all this other stuff going on. You're 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 oh. doing that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell people what to do, but I'll I'll squint like Philip J. Fry and be like, really, <laughs> is that what we're doing? Okay. So anyway, anyway, I've t- I've talked a whole day about something I know nothing about, but I I carry an opinion, kind of just uh, and, and very few. Oh. From the best of my knowledge of, of people who follow Far Lines of Bus probably follow that sort of stuff. And I'm not I'm not like judging, like I said, I'm not trying to be judgmental or whatever. It's just like it's like it's almost like people who who smoke. Like I don't judge. I understand blah blah blah. It's an addiction. It's been sold to you. It's been marketed to you. It's a cultural thing. Uh, I don't I don't judge you at a personal level, but it's still something that when I meet somebody and, oh, this is an awesome person, and then learn that they smoke, it's like, why? <laughs> it's that I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh, Kurt J. Dad. So, yeah, let's, let's actually get to some of these questions from donors in this third and final day here of Far Lands or Bust. Now, now, I've, now look what you've made to. do. I've gathered too much wood and wool. I'm over-encumbered. I am over encumbered. I should take my excess wood and wool and gamble it (laughs) Gamble it away. How much how much is the golden apple of episode 311-ness worth on the open market? Hmm? Hmm? Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Whoa, don't fall off. Yeah, daddy does need a new pair of shoes. These diamond boots are not worth much I tell you what Uh, Let's continue in the morning (laughs) And... Awakeness! And Awakeness, indeed. Can we just jump off? Yeah, we can. Well, that's one block. Wolfie's gonna say you're jumping off whether you like it or not. Spelunk! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, Wolfie! Oh, that was the worst way you could have gone. That was the worst way entirely. My goodness. <laughs> like any any other place would have been grand, but that was the one place that you were going to hit. And take damage. Well done. And all these passed like three flocks of pigs. Murders of pigs? What are they called? An oinklet? (laughs) Oinklet? Is that like a really... Bad brand of anklets? Uh, (laughs) So yeah, let's answer some questions and let's answer this one from David. A very generous donation that came in over the past couple months from David. Uh, let's see here. First, David asks, Are there any members of the Minecraft YouTube community, not necessarily just Mindcrack, that you have not been on a UHC team with that you would like to team up with one day? Oh, oh, oh. You know what? That was perfect timing, Wolfie. Well done taking that damage. Taking that da- that damage, though. Uh, cuz he follows up with My request is that the next time Wolfie decides to go cliff diving, hug a cactus, or stick his head in a block of dirt, would you please give him a Wolfie treat on my behalf? Well, here is the Wolfie treat on the behalf of David. Bloop. And I didn't eat it. Wolfie did. So there we go. Perfect timing. It means something. Uh, So yeah, what, what members of the Minecraft YouTube community would I like to be on a UHC team with? There's some folks I would like to be on a UHC team with again. Uh, or to have a second chance at, like, better uh, better performance. But let's think of somebody new. I would like to try UHC with Gavin. Well, Gavin uh, from from uh, Rooster Teeth and uh, Slow Mo Guys. Might be kind of difficult. I know he... I talked to him once, and he was saying how... It might have been during a Flobathon, how with Rooster Teeth, and uh, you know the, the games they play. Normally, when they play Minecraft for their YouTube comment, they play the Xbox version. But he said he'd been playing the PC version, and he's trying to get you know the crew over there to play some of that too, what, with all the mini games and the sort of survival games and, and UHC stuff that goes on. So it'd be it'd be cool to be able to play that with him, just because I don't know that he has. <laughs> Played before, and that's always fun. And he's a, he's a funny uh, person to begin with, anyway, and would be fun to just kind of hang out with. And uh, I think I would have to play the straight man in that uh, scenario, trying to teach. No, no, don't take fall damage, or you know, or whatever. Stay away from the skeleton. This this here, you know, who knows if he's played 1.9 yet? Ooh, check out this cliff face. That would have been one heck of a one to jump off. And of course, Wolfie would have hit that block right there. Woof, yeah, I know you would have. So yeah, that would be fun. I think I'd go with that. Um Who else? Who else? You know what? For all the times Doctor Brian Lorgon 111 has been a guest during Mindcrack UHCs, uh, uh, he started being a guest after we started doing random teams. We no longer pick our own teams, and every single time he's—you know—I've invited him to. Oh, we need uh, another person here. Uh, let me get Brian. Uh, every time, I don't think he has ever been on my team. No, I don't believe he has. So yeah, I want to play with the Dr. Brian Lorgon 111. I think in that case, he'd have to be the straight man, and, and I'd be uh, the unknowledgeable one uh, as to the best tactics and goings goingsabouts. Uh, so that would be interesting. And yeah, I got some comments, and even one from, from a donation to Child's Play Charity saying that they really like the latest collaboration with Dr. Brian Lorgon 111, the... The uh, the vanilla swirl map. I'd like to do another one of those. Maybe a maybe a multiplayer one. Maybe a single player one. That'd be an interesting thing. So yeah, that's something else pretty cool that's going on. So yeah, thank you very much, David, for your very generous donation in my absence. And uh, Wolfie, thanks you for your uh, Wolfie treat. Um, let's see. Am i Am not going to jump off here? Let's use one of these boots. Try to find some pigs too. We got how hey, Wolfie? We've got half a day left to find some. Some pigs. Of course, I won't find any. Passed by them all. We've got a donation from Danny L, who donated some of his high school graduation money to Child's Play Charity. Thank you very much for your generosity, there, Danny. Do you have? Do you ever have interesting recurring dreams? Mmm. I think I've mentioned this sometimes. Not like to the exact. I have dreams. The recurring dreams very common recurring dreams of ending up back in high school and Having like a class to get to but you're ten minutes late But you don't know where your class is and you don't know where your locker is and you can't remember your combination because it's been 20 years or whatever uh, There's that one or you're you're in school and you are you are without pantalonis. You are you are sans pantalonis uh, and embarrassed about that I I haven't that much anymore. I used to have a lot of torn like nightmares would be regarding weather and tornadoes. I always had kind of a childhood fear of tornadoes and, and lightning and stuff, whatnot, with being growing up in the Midwest. That was kind of a freak of a one, but it, they never, like, repeated themselves in exact, you know, plot line or anything like that. Um... I have dreams... locations, like particular houses that don't exist and that I've never been in in my entire life but I, I, I just like, freak, even over like months and, and years of time, I'll have dreams that take place in the same setting but I've never been there in my entire life they might be like kind of based off places I've seen in pictures or movies or something uh, kind of mashed, mish-mashed together or, or old houses or, or whatever but yeah, there's some stuff in particular that, that's even hard for me to describe. It's just kind of like a feeling or like the, the look of a place uh, or whatever that take place, but yeah, it's hard to say a specific dream plot or, or series of events that occur for me. Uh, second question from Danny. Would you ever let someone else take over an episode of Far Lands or Bust? Kind of like a social media takeover. Not sure what exactly that part of it means, but I don't know. I feel like that would break the continuity here Even though I'm not really... Yeah, I'm walking walking the right way. We're fine. Even though I'm not, you know, I'm kind of talking here as if I'm not in the world kind of Uh, You know, there are times little moments of lucidness Where we jump in and out, like feeding Wolfie or taking damage or navigating this weird lakey situation. I feel like suddenly for the voice or the player to not be this guy would be a weird break in the continuity of it. Speaking of plot lines and continuity. So I don't know. I don't know if that would ever be a thing that I would do, like a special episode. Um, Ah! Thank you, Wolfie. (laughs) Yes, we are going in the water. See, I'm not sure. Uh, It'd also be a tough thing because of, like, I'd have to share the world save file, which is getting difficult up here around 20... where am I at? 22, 24 gigs or whatever it is. Even though, typically, I wouldn't have to share the whole thing, just the most recent chunks, but... Yeah, I don't know, that's... uh, I considered and knocked around and we even had, speaking of which, Brian, as a guest, like a podcast guest, but I was still playing the game. Uh, he was just joining us in in voice or during a stream or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's not something I've ever really considered. People also ask me, like, oh, what if you want to do something else and and not do Farlands anymore? Who'd you pass it on to or whatever? Or Would you pass it on to anybody? Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things. Well, if it comes to that, we'll 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 worry about that. But until then, until then, we've got many many oceans to travel. And horizons to reach on our own here. Oh, I maybe should have stayed in the boat actually. So yeah, thank you very much, Danny, for your donation. You don't think I'm gonna make it through here? All right, careful now, careful. Nope, oh, I hit the boat. I hit the boat. This is kind of a weird landscape. Um, I could do more boating, but I don't think I'm gonna. Get anywhere, it's all water out there, so let's actually get to this island. I feel like we'll make our end-of-the-episode hidey-hole in that island over here. I need a wood. Oh, I re- what? Did I not pick up What? Oh, there it is. Gosh, I'm so confused. So very confused. So let's go over here. Uh, well, the Bad, bad timing for the game freeze, hello? That's another problem. Uh-oh. Oh wait, is this a... Hey! A pre-built hidey-hole with some crazy water Yeah, this is perfect. (laughs) This is legitimately the uh, specs of a hidey-hole Don't mind if I do want to come in, will they? Well done, have a seat. A little bit closer than I wanted you to be, but uh, I mean, I could theoretically just do this, right? And that will not update the water Right? Wolfie seems to think so. That might still be that might still be possible for a thing to come in here. Let me This is dangerous. I'm gonna update this water and flood the hidey hole. I think if I place a block here will it not Yeah, alright. Hey, this is the second time we've had a uh, <laughs> a, a cheaty water window to the world from a hidey hole, most recently. Oh, remind me! Remind me to do the boat trick! Where I place a boat outside and then teleport into the boat without actually breaking out of the hidey hole. Remind me! It must be a thing that we do for science and amazingness and and awesomitude. So yeah, thank you everybody who donated. Like I said, I've added your questions to the list here. What am I doing? I'm looking for my workbench. Added your questions to the list here and we'll be getting to answers here shortly trying, trying to uh, get back up to... let's start FLOB. Let's start FLOB first get that up and running as I've always said it's my priority so we'll get FLOB up and running during for for its full three episode a week schedule and then we'll start to add additional things. I mean, I've had some walking simulator videos going up. Those are fairly straightforward to record and render and upload and always of interest. What else am I doing? I need that boat so I can do that teleporty thing at the next episode. So let's make those boats. Um, tools are doing okay, except for the axe. So there we go. And yeah, thank you everybody. Like I said, who's donated? Who's asked these questions? Who's simply had patience? We're, we're ramping back up. I do appreciate everything uh, from everybody and, and all your support. And hopefully, you're enjoying Farlands Bust here on my channel. Much appreciated. Oh. Let's go gamble away some golden apples, another rack, and pink wool. How much is the pink wool worth? <laughs> huh. Thank you so much for watching. Episode 594 of Farlands Boss. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed.